Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and
welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. I'm your host, Tanya White, and we are doing, once again, talking about 2020 Ministry Leaps. We're talking about making a more phenomenal you, and tonight we're talking about how the church can be more phenomenal. How? By moving ministry beyond the walls of the church and beyond the walls of tradition. Listen, it's going to get real hot in here real quick tonight because we got that Black Eagle from Columbus, Ohio, Bishop Jonathan K. Sanders. Um, listen, if you don't know him, shame on you. Shame on you right now. That means you've been in a box, uh, and we're going to break you out the box, uh, and it's just going to be hot. We're talking about, because next year, y'all, 2020 uh, is a leap year, and ever since the beginning of 2019, I just felt in my spirit that there's a leap going to take place. And so when we was planning this show, we're talking about leaping into a more phenomenal you. And everything uh, has to leap in your life if you're going to be more phenomenal. Be the phenomenal person God has destined you to be. So that means your mindset has to take a leap. Your, your, uh, what, whatever is holding you back, you got to leave it there. Take a leap of faith. Just like a frog leaps with faith, with, uh, without fear. And wherever he lands is wherever he lands. That's what 2020 is going to be. But we're going to be strategic because God has a design destiny, a design place for you to land. But, listen, you got to come out the box. you got to come out the walls of the church. If you are stuck in traditional ministry, and, I, and if you listen to that song, that was Kanye. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. God is. God is love. God is grace. God is forgiveness. God is unorthodox. He is not tradition. He is not in a box. And everything Kanye's doing, whether you agree with him or not, he's drawing people. To who? To God. Because God's getting the glory. His name is getting out there. Whether you agree with it or not, oh, oh well, God is still God because God is. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight, how the church cannot stay inside of the church. They can't have their hands tightly gripped around tradition on how they reach people. Uh, and so Bishop Sanders is going to come on in about four minutes. And y'all know you, there's no warm-up with him. He's going to come out the box, out the gate, gunning, gunning to break those mindsets of tradition. Um, when we talk about our habits in the church, our money habits, our social habits, what God wants us to do, we all talk, we're talking about it tonight. And then at the bottom of the hour, we're doing something different because we're coming out the box on even real talk tonight. We're not doing boast about your business book and event at the beginning. We're doing it at the end tonight, and we have our brother, uh, David Hammond of Hammond Painting. He's going to come talk about his business, how God is using him uh, in his business to even minister to people and how he even got there. You're going to uh, just going to be uh, just amazed by his story. And so we got uh, some real talk for you tonight. If you're listening for the first time, I hope it won't be your last because we give rated our shows every week because we're real, relevant, and what? Refreshing. We give you real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. And so, uh, if you want to find out more about me, connect with me on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. But I'm going to tell you right now, because I don't know how to use those things, you guys. And my niece is still teaching me how to use Instagram and Twitter. You can catch me most most of the time on Facebook. But I tell you, by 2020, I'm going to be very active on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to learn. I'm going to come out of my box when it comes to technology. I'm telling you, because i got to leap into a more phenomenal me, and that means getting on Twitter, on Instagram. i got to reach a whole new audience, man, and the audience is on Twitter 
Instagram, you know? And so I'm going to come out there. I'm on there, Real Talk with Tanya White. Connect with me. Follow me. Go over to TanyaWhite.com. Look at me. Um, look at what all that I've done. I've been doing this for a while now, you all. I'm not a novice. I'm growing by leaps and bounds every year. So I've been doing this thing since 2005. Uh, author of seven books. Go to TanyaWhite.com. Go to Amazon. Get Yes, I Am Enough. The next level. Get it now. 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 Um, it's going to bless your life. And I got some more books coming out in 2020. Trust me. Connect with me. So if you are um, an author, you have your own business, and you want to be featured on our Boast About Your Book segment. Let me change gears. Um, connect with us. Send me an email at Real Talk with Tanya White. Tanya, let me spell it for you. It's T A N Y A. White is in the color at gmail.com and say, Boast About Book, Business, or Event, and we will get you on. Uh, you'll be on for 10, 15 minutes to tell our audience about your books. And let me tell you something. You get bang when you come on this show because we have, this is our 128th episode, and we have over 50,400 downloaded and live listens in 128 shows, you guys. I don't know about you, but for this little girl from Louisville, Kentucky, the Shavley area, that is nobody but God. And so if you have been riding with us since the beginning or you a newcomer we want to say thank you for your for your loyalty and your listenership and your sharing and so we're at 50,400 downloaded and live listeners so we're going to give ourselves a hand because we thank God for that and we want to keep going and going and going we want to see that 100,000 mark by the end of this season do you think we can do it I think we can because we're going to have hot shows Every week, every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, talking about real talk and our focus, again, this season, the 2019-2020 season, is all about leaping into a more phenomenal you. We also have some great sponsor packages, sponsorship packages. If you want to be a sponsor of the show, we have three packages for you. Uh, again, you can email us at Real Talk with Tanya White. Uh, we have a bronze, silver, and Diamond package, I think. And so, if you want to be become a sponsor, come on, we got it for you, and we gonna kick real talk just like we can ready to do tonight. I told you the Black Eagles here. He's granted. We just gonna come out the gate. We're talking about moving ministry beyond the walls of the church into and tradition. And let me tell you, I I've been knowing this brother for I think fourteen, fifteen years. And when God allowed me to first hear his ministry, I'm telling you. Out of the box, move beyond the walls. No other um, preacher like him at the time, operating the fivefold ministry. And one thing I like about seeing people that I've known over the years, this brother has not stayed the same. God has evolved, elevated, uh, and just taken him higher and higher. And I've watched him grow, and not only in ministry, he is not in the walls type of minister. And he's going to come talk about that. So let's welcome to Real Talk. I don't know how many times he's been on here, but he's... He's a he's a loyal guest. Uh, J.K. Tanya White, how are you doing, my sister? Listen, you are the man, and I'm good right now because we're about to go in on this topic about moving ministry beyond the walls of the church and beyond tradition. And you are the man for this assignment. Are you ready? Well, listen, I I'm I was born ready, but I want to thank you so much 
for your show that you do. You uplift the people. And I tell people all the time, you can do a lot of ministering, preaching, and teaching outside of the walls of the four buildings called we call, called what we call church. So mm-hmm. your show, your program, you highlight the scriptures, you're a woman of faith. You're doing what you need to do, and I believe 2020 is going to be a magnanimous year for you. Listen, you know it is because I'm beating the big five zero, and I'm about to bring it in all the way. You hear me? So I received oh, that promise. Oh, wow. That means, yeah. We're twins. I, I, I beat the big five zero in 17 days. Listen, you, 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 you bring it in. You can ready to set the stage for it, and I'm going to watch you every step of the way. So when I, when I reach that in 2020, December 31st, I've already learned from the best. I'm ready for it. Yeah. I know that's right. I know that's right. Well, Listen, again, my keep, brother. Keep, keep up the life. Yes. Listen, you are the man. I, like I said, I met you like 14 years ago, uh, walking and preaching all over this world, uh, reaching people who not normally the the church-going people. When God called you, was that your assignment to automatically, because you, I mean, people of all walks of life, if they never heard of God, they're going to hear about God when they hear you preach, and they're going to come from near and far hear you. Did you know that God was going to use you to go outside the walls of the traditional church? Well, you know, Tanya, one of the greatest things that blew my mind was God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the ones that we think God is going to use, he ain't using, and the ones we think he's not going to use, those are the ones he got his hand on. I would have never knew in a million years that God would call me to fulfill the assignment that I'm on and that I'm in. But I'm thankful that, you know, as the old school said, he would use a wretch like me. I don't know if you heard mm-hmm. wretch lately. <laughs> he would use a wretch like me. I was out in them streets smoking weed, snorting cocaine, doing crack, drinking while I was rose, mad dog, 2020. All right now, all right now. Let me... I don't want to get nobody thirsty, but, you know, the Lord, the Lord in his hand pulled me out of that gutter. And just like he told Peter, he says to him, when you get strengthened, don't just go to church and enjoy God for yourself. He said, when you are converted, lean back and strengthen your brothers. And a lot of times we don't have this. You know, we have people that have, or women that have once been prostitutes and now an evangelist and preachers that used to be dope boys, but now are bishops and pastors. And sometimes they are afraid to give people their whole history of what God brought them from. And when mm-hmm. you do that, you handcuff the gospel and make people think that my story, my my my, my bad habits are too too much for God to handle. I mean, I literally was one of those that thought that I would be drinking like a mad dog, drinking mm-hmm. like a sailor every day. I would wake up and I would have, I would go to the type of store and I'd get a cooler of ice and have 40 ounces and sips and pints. I mean, I ain't saying on the weekend, every day. So right. for someone to tell me that I can live above my bad habits that alone is a miracle in and of itself. And I know what you're showing so many diverse listeners, there's so many that can, you know, can attest to what I'm saying, that God God abused you to do different things that you never thought would happen. And the approach that we, this new generation, especially to get these millenniums, everybody's not going to come to Sunday school. Everybody's no. not going to come to Bible class. But you can be in Walmart, Walmart in aisle nine by the naval oranges and tell somebody your testimony that will blow their wig back, and that can become one of Jesus' greatest disciples. 
Absolutely, absolutely. If you just join Real Talk with Tanya White, we're talking to Bishop Jonathan K. Standards. We're talking about movement ministry beyond the walls of the church and beyond tradition. Now, Bishop J.K., when did God call you? He said, listen, enough is enough. I want you to be a preacher, not just a preacher. I want you to operate in a fivefold ministry and talk to people in and outside the church. How old were you when you uh, accepted that and embraced that? I accepted that on September 28, 1990, in Detroit, Michigan, at the ripe age of 20 years old. I am now 49. I've been serving the king and his kingdom for 29 years, and God always told me I would have a very unique ministry, which is scary because, you know, when you're first coming up and you're young and, you know, you're just trying to blend in and you're not trying to go against the grain, it takes a very uh, unique individual to accept the task to to be different, to step out the box, to not be like the usual, but be very, very unique. And Mm -hmm. when you're like that, the devil fights you heavy. I mean, I've been attacked in ways that it'll take me all night to tell you on this phone, but through it all, I learned to trust in Jesus. And Mm -hmm. I thank God for the approach that I have, and not just myself. There are many out-the-box ministries that not only we've heard about, but you're going to hear about. We're preachers, and I don't knock nothing because I don't know what God told anyone to do. And I think I need to say that early, early. I need to say that real, real early, and that is never knock the method that somebody uses, uh, Tanya White, because we don't know what God told anybody. Imagine if I was to get on Facebook and tell all my 10,000 followers, the Lord told me to go um, marry this stripper named Carrie down at the Mm -hmm. neighborhood strip club. They'd think I'm crazy, but that's the same Mm -hmm. thing that happened to Hosea. He said marry a prostitute, not even a stripper. So we don't know what God is telling anybody. So now when I hear about ministries that started in strip clubs or ministries that started by passing out flyers in front of the liquor store or ministries that started uh, from the old neighborhood crack dealer, I know it's God because how can one do these things? As John, what they said about John the Baptist, except God be with him. You see, yes. so once we start opening our minds and embracing and understanding that uh, the traditional church is not going to win everybody. As a matter of fact, the, the, one of the greatest witnessing tools we use when we hear about Nicodemus, he came to Jesus at night. No and saints, no choir, no praise team, no mic. He came at night and got converted. Huh? Yes. The Ethiopian was walking uh, with his chariots and he got baptized. You know, uh, some people got saved in the house. And then even in the Bible, it taps on the different methods that a person comes to Christ. But sometimes we can get so traditional and stuck into doing it one way that our mind is not open to God doing anything a different way. Yes, yes. Now, I must say that you come from a family of preachers. Uh, the church you pastor now. Uh, was it founded by your your father? Yes, it was founded by my father forty years ago. Okay, oh my god, that yes. was a long time. So you, yes, yes. Was, so you actually grown up around church and uh, in in around preachers. How did when God called you that you push back? Because I, I know it, there's a draw to be like, especially your dad. <laughs> I know I know how you yes, feel yes, about your yes. dad. You your dad is your hero. How was it, yes, how did you have to push past that, try to be exactly like, not try to be like him, but still do what God called you to do? Because I know that's real right there. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's so real and it's so 
transparent and different that, you know, it bothers me at times because even now, uh, you know, I started out when I fought, as I trained as a minister, I went out to be what is called an evangelist, and I've traveled all over the world for almost uh, 20, or 24 years from far as mm-hmm. South America to Canada to Jamaica, uh, all over the world. I mean, you know, I've been preaching, and then when my mother passed and my father's health declined, I stepped in as pastor and began to do a lot of unconventional and non-traditional things, which to the old school, you know, that ain't nothing but the devil. Not right. the devil, the devil would it be. <laughs> Lord, and, you know, being an old man, yeah, we bump heads a little bit, but as time go on, you see, you can tell when God is with something when you see it producing. You see, yes. you know, so it's easy to say that, you know, and I don't do it, but that's I me. Mean, I've heard of people that will literally go into bars and win souls for Christ. And mm-hmm. if a soul is one to Christ, what's the big problem? Right. It doesn't matter what method they came through, as long as they came to Christ and that soul was saved and delivered from the powers of darkness. So even now, my, like I said, I'm 49 and my dad is 83 and mm-hmm. his health is declining, but he's still moving and shaking. And even mm-hmm. though we I do things different, he kind of just sits back and see God do what he do because he gives every man, he gives every woman a different style of ministry, a different way to minister. I, I've known great women of God uh, that, that, that start great churches from women prison ministries, for yes. women domestic violence shelters. I mean, God's hand is just moving so phenomenal and so different that the worst things we want to do is put traditional handcuffs on what God is trying to do in this new day. Yes, if you just join Real Talk with Tony, you might be talking to Bishop J.K. Sanders. Now let's get into some, some real hot stuff. You are the man, rough, rugged, and raw is what you say you are, and that's what you talk about. We're going to talk about some rough, rugged, and raw stuff. We're going to talk about the mm-hmm. mindset uh, uh, and I want to call it church mindset because the kingdom is not is different than church. But we use oh, church yeah. mindset to try to draw people in into church and into a relationship with God that is not of God. What are, what are three mindsets that the church today must must change in order to win uh, souls for Christ in this day and age? Well, I would say one of the great ways that we must change, and that is this, stop thinking that God can only use people that look like us. Mm. <laughs> I mean, no, on, we see some of these other ministries and other, whether we want to call them white ministers and Spanish ministers and even some black ministers, no tie, no suit. No dress mm-hmm. shoes. Matter of fact, some down in Fort Lauderdale and uh, Los, Los Angeles, on Sunday morning they got on shirts and sandals, sipping coffee, breaking down Matthew 5. Jam-packed. Right. Come on, somebody. Right. And, 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 and you know if somebody from the old school walked up in there and, and you seen some toes out. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you going to sit you, on the you morning, going to hell where, <laughs> <laughs> You're on your way to hell gasoline. Hey, hey, the old school, if you come to church with some sandals on back in the day, you'd be on your way to hell with some with a gasoline overcoat on. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and that's the thing. You see, 
God is using people that don't look like us. That's number one. Number two, mm-hmm. God is using Tanya White much, much younger people. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got some 25 and 23 and 22-year-old young women and young men that are on fire with God, got tens of thousands of followers on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and, and got concerts that are jam-packed. And they ain't talking about smoking weed and drinking right. and uh, two pumps and a bump. They are talking about gospel. And they are winning souls to Christ, and he is using young people. Now, I'd be the first to say ministers do need training, but God yeah. sometimes can accelerate learning on a person almost as he did with the 12 disciples. They, was, they were casting out demons in their first two years. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we want to send a person to theological school, and we want to send them on a foreign mission to Japan and come back through Texas and sweep through New Orleans. Man, I yeah. hate all that. It doesn't take take all that. So God is moving with through people that don't look like us. Number two, he's moving through young people. And number three, he's moving in different places. Mm. And you watch and see how you start hearing about uh, nightclubs. Watch this on that Saturday night. It's a nightclub. That Sunday morning is a church. You're going to be hearing it now about laundromats. That's going to be churches. You're going to be hearing that all different places in schools. And I'm sure just like that where you at, you already Mm. got churches almost in Every school here in mm-hmm. Columbus, because we're trying to find a building for churches so hard, mm-hmm. so churches gonna be everywhere, even in some people's houses. I got a friend mm-hmm. who who has about seventy people in his garage. That's how big wow. his garage is, and and you you, you know you, just, you can't box God in. Mm-mm. No, he he ain't gonna be boxed in. He ain't gonna be locked in. He ain't gonna be pushed in. He can be he gonna be wherever he wanna be. And I believe. If this new school church understand and open their eyes and see God do what he do, man, we'll be one happy followers of Christ. Oh, my goodness. And souls will be saved. Now, let's get back. You said something I want to go back to about uh, social media, um, which is a ministry tool for this day and age. I don't care what nobody says. So if you stuck in, oh, I don't want to be on social media, you, you, you're in the dark ages because that's where it is right now. Cause I see you, Jay. You JK out the door. I keep. I, I'm praying that that's gonna be a te- television show now. Uh, yeah. You use yeah. social media as a tool and a ministry tool. Whether you post some stuff people don't like and they be coming at you, <laughs> and you ain't yeah. no punk. Let me just say, JK ain't no punk. Oh, don't be yeah. coming for him now. Oh no. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do how that one. do you yeah, how do you uh use that? Because like you said, all ages, all backgrounds are on social media. How do how do you use that to eat first of all, it's about building relationships and then when it's sold, how do you do it? Even though you, like you said, you're forty nine fifty. We're not in that generation. We're not in the young generation for real. Right. <laughs> That's so right. how do you That's continue right. to use it and say, you know what, I this is I gotta do it? Well, you know what I've learned, Warren Tanya, information is information. Mm-hmm. I have friends, I have people connected to me on social media I never know, I never met, probably would never meet. Some of them uh, sell insurance. They advertise the insurance. Some of them are nightclub owners. They advertise <laughs> the clubs that they have and how much the cover charge is. Others sell a lot of clothes, and they advertise their clothes by having men and women adorn them on their page. 
everybody is putting out information on social media, and we all that are in marketing know the number one reason why is because it's free. <laughs> and secondly, you get almost more views and more exposure than almost anywhere else. There are billions of people on social media. Social media. So I say if the person can advertise their shoes, their dress, if they can advertise the clubs, if they can advertise their insurance business or their hair salon, why can't we advertise the gospel of Jesus Christ? And mm-hmm. I use that platform. I talk about how I was strung out on drugs. I talk about mm-hmm. how I chased women. I talked about how I was an alcoholic. And I do that, and my inbox blows up with so mm-hmm. many people that's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad to hear somebody that ain't scared, that ain't afraid yeah. of the backlash of what people are going to say. And, and, if, and, if, and the reason, the thing that sharpened my sword, Tanya White, more than anything, is the messages I get from people that says, man, I was having a rough day, and you mm-hmm. just dropped something that just built me up in the spirit. That right there is more mm-hmm. than money to me, because when you change a life using the gospel and using the light of Christ that's on your life, man, you got to be next in line for a blessing. And I oh. encourage anyone. I mean, I feel sorry for somebody that's called themselves a devout believer, and ain't, you don't never say nothing about God or how good he is or what he's done for you, but you sure going to say something about that movie you just saw, or you sure going to say something about that Popeye's oh, chicken sandwich you almost got shot over. Hello, church. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen now. Use it for everything else but uh, when it's sold. Jay, you are more than a pastor. I've seen you evolve. You are an author of three books. I know more are coming. Three right? books. Oh, yes, you better look out. I've got some great, great things coming. Before the year's out, you're here, just different things that the Lord is doing, and uh, I'm just excited and thankful to be a tool in the master's hand. Yes, so you are past a bishop, an author, a speaker, a life coach, an entrepreneur, uh, and now, newly this year, a member of Omega Star 5 Fraternity Incorporated. Thank you. I was waiting for that now. You got to give me listen. All of that, all of that, and you still, you're still you. I, you are the most down-to-earth preacher <laughs> that I've met. Um, but, but you still minister. You still do what you do. How is all that, all of what you do, author, speaker, even becoming a member of Omega Psi Phi, do you see how all of that is uh, uh, ministering? Absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. and I tell you, I tell you, that's one thing that I enjoy about uh, Omega Sapphire and other great fraternities. Uh, we are rooted in biblical concepts. We believe in friendship, and we believe in something called uplift, which simply means you know we've we've did we've done blood drives. We've given out tens of thousands of diapers and milk for children. Uh, we got a big, huge turkey drive that they're collaborating with my church, a big turkey drive that we're doing on next week, Tuesday, where where we right there, we go to the library in the hood and give mm. many, many turkeys, up to 50 turkeys to families because, you know, it's one thing to think that everybody's going to have cranberry sauce stuffing and mashed potatoes and greens uh, on next Thursday, but the truth of the matter is some people just cannot afford it. They just can't afford it, and that's what we do. We help people in our neighborhood. We don't just talk to talk. 
We walk the walk, and this is something that we've been doing for a year at our church, and I'm glad to be doing it with my fraternity on next week, just uplifting the people. And one of the greatest ways that you can show people the Christ that's in your life is not by having a big old cross around your neck or oh. what would Jesus do, bump a sticker. But when they see you helping them, and watch yeah. this. My mama told me this. She's been in heaven for six years, but I, I have never forgot it. She said, son, the quickest way to get blessed is to bless people that can't bless you back. That blew my mind, and, and that kept me on top. And and, and, I, and I enjoy how you put, uh, brought that part out about being an entrepreneur, a person that mm-hmm. don't just work for people, but the, a person that knows how to start a business and work for themselves and Absolutely. even other people work for you. And we've, yeah. we've dabbled in real estate, and we've done some great things, and some things are in the fire right now because I greatly believe in 2020, unlike before, all of those people that have been giving your time, your resources, then then been just being a blessing to other people, I believe 2020 is going to be a year of the sower. Sower. Mm. And I'm not talking about just money because everybody doesn't mm-hmm. have a lot of money to give, but you can right. give your time. You can give somebody some great advice. You can give somebody what you think are old clothes, and down at the shelter they'll wear that jacket of yours like they just bought it from Saks Avenue. You Absolutely. Get, you just have no idea how much we can bless people when we look at how blessed we are and what we have. You know that there's in certain parts of the country, if you got three pairs of shoes, you're wealthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, somebody. And I told the church the other week, if you got keys to anything, I don't care if it's an apartment, a condo, a house, a car, a motorcycle, if you got keys, you blessed. Right. <laughs> and I think, I think a lot of times we try to uh, compare our blessings with others. And, you know, that's like me trying to compare what I have to Steve Harvey. Well, Steve Harvey is a multimillionaire many times over, but uh, I ain't going to starve the night either, though. Amen? So, Absolutely. you know, <laughs> you don't want to compare yourself all the time with the most wealthiest person. Try to compare yourself with the poorest person, and then, and only then will you realize you are a blessed somebody. You are blessed somebody. Real talk. We we kicking it with J.K. of Columbus, Ohio. Listen. Jay, I, I've been wanting to ask you this. All this stuff surrounded by Mr. Kanye West, uh, who is literally, like you said, he's doing what God has told him to do. We can't, we don't judge. That's but right. I see the fruit. That's, <laughs> I see the fruit. There you go. You said it. You said it. You said it. So, and, you know, that, that's so huge. Well, let me hear the question because, Lord, I got a lot to say on that. You done started you, something I've up been, in here. I've been itching to talk to you about this because <laughs> we all have the naysayers, the church people, the, the people who ain't doing nothing. But what he's done, and it hasn't even been a month. I can't I can't even nope. remember. Going into the prison, lifting mm. up God, getting all this stuff. How is that ministry moving outside? The, that is ministry moving outside the walls. And like you said, in 2020, God is doing things differently, unorthodox. What do you see in this this move, whether well, people you know, like it or not? Tanya, there you go. Only person, watch this, and, and, and I had this conversation with somebody old school that didn't understand what Kanye doing, his flow, because they've heard his other rap and all that. But the old fella, the old preacher is something like this. When God is... When people are coming together to hear about Christ, to hear the gospel, and when folks start getting saved and start changing, there's only one person that gets mad. Who is that? The devil. 
you got some preachers and pastors that they ain't got more they ain't got no anointing to save their lives. So when they Lord. see a rapper that used to cuss and squeeze on girls and have girls in his video, and now they see that same person being used by God, they can't take it. They can't right. take it. And that and I believe really, if you, if you really look at it. <laughs> It's jealousy that's behind it. Oh, Lord. They're jealous that God is not using them, but God oh, is using him, you see? And, 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 and when you try to fight what God is doing, you know, they even said that on one occasion concerning Paul, his teacher, his philosopher, Gamaliel. And all the people said, man, we got to stop Paul. This ain't of God. Gamaliel, a man that had no Holy Ghost, no acknowledgement of Christ, I mean a, a, a straight Pharisee, he says, listen, leave Paul alone. Mm-hmm. If it's of God, it's going to flourish. If it ain't of God, Come it's on. not going to do nothing. So I say the same with Kanye. Leave him alone. Leave you him must alone. be a whack preacher, excuse me, to post about what he's doing and what you think he shouldn't do when you can use that same time and talent to uplift somebody and tell them about Jesus Christ. I wouldn't waste five seconds of my time talking about how I dislike what he's doing when right. somebody that's not blind can see he's packing out theaters, people are right. coming together, lives are changing. Yep. Who would want to stop that? And not only that, watch this. Even if Kanye West was dog, dog wrong, even if he's in the flesh, even this is not of God, who said it's your job to correct him? Oh, Lord. <laughs> you, oh, you Lord. I told one person, you ain't corrected the flaws in the person you're sleeping with. And she, oh. Let me share it, Lord, because... Oh, mm. Okay. No. Okay. Let no. No. Okay. Let, let, let me. Let me be nice. Let me be let nice. Me but. See. But. 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 Why are you looking at the moat in somebody else's eye when you got mm-hmm. a big beam in yours? Mhm. So I'm so loving. You know, I'm just, loving. Yeah, I'm loving the new move, like you said, because um, this, the, especially the the young young people. Not, I can't believe I'm saying these little babies, these youngsters. Um, you got to get it, and they're not coming. Like you said, Sunday school, they don't even know what. They be like, what do you mean Sunday school? They ain't never heard of Sunday school because some of them ain't never been to church. So the, the old methods of coming, I need you to come to church. I need you to come to uh, Sunday school. I need you to come revival. They ain't coming to that. You got to go get no, them. Ma'am. You got to go get them. You got to go be among them, and you can't be among them being judgmental. And no, ma'am. You do this, and you should be doing that. Uh-uh. It's about building relationships first, showing the God in you, and then helping them. Uh, and it's not just, and this is what gets me, Jay. A lot of people just want to help tell people about Jesus, but they don't want to mentor them, especially if you're successful in business or successful in mm. a profession. That's, of God, that's ministry, too. Minister to my right. what God wants me to be. Help me. Mm. But we have that, that blockage that I'm not ministering if I don't have a mic in my hand, if I'm not in the four walls of the mercy. church, if I'm Preach not sister. saying a scripture. No, I'm ministering. I'm ministering every time I get on this blog talk. I'm ministering every day when I go to my 484 students and come they come on. to Miss White. Yeah, they don't know I got oil on my hands and I'm praying in the Holy Spirit. They just know I don't like Miss Wife or something. Yeah, you do, because it's the God in me. But that's ministry. So you have to find out what it is God has gifted you with. Do it. And look, I love what you said. That there should be fruit after what God has told you to do. Whatever God has told you to do, there should be fruit. 
Somebody should be changing. Somebody should be better off because you're in their life. Um, And so that's what move-in ministry beyond the walls of the church and tradition. So, Jay, we only got a few more minutes. Tell our audience what you got going on in Columbus and why, if anybody is anywhere near Columbus, they need to go to Myrtle Avenue, Victor Deliverance Church. Well, I tell you this: we have a wonderful time, and I thank God. I'm I'm becoming a little more new school at our church services, and we don't have the long three hours anymore. We give God a hot seventy-five minutes. We have our praise and worship. I mean, we hey, have great, great music, a powerful message, praying for the sick, believing God for better. And you know what I've loved about it is when God saves and changes the believer, one thing that He does to His sons and daughters is He gives us wisdom. And lately, I've been in a great, great teaching of, first of all, having a stress-free life and a debt-free life. And I'm telling you. You didn't say it right there, (laughs) debt-free. Listen, if you can get a stress-free life and a debt-free life, you will be one happy camper. I know Mm -hmm. so many people go to church, but they are so stressed out, popping pills like, man, like never before. I mean, you have so many drug-addicted saints that are just trying to cope with everyday life, uh, mm-hmm. stressed out about the marriage, stressed out about their children, their health. Some people are stressed out about their future. They're just stressed of what's going to happen in 2020. And they're so stressed, which is the cousin of worry, when Jesus himself said, take no thought for your life, what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink. In other words, he said, don't worry. Be happy. I got this. And because people don't oh, know it. what's going to happen, huh? I'm God got you, everything. Uh, yes, he has. And I've been doing a strong teaching. I've been teaching folks how to get people out of your life that bring you pain. Uh, mm. Don't be the type of person that keeps talking about it and keeps saying it, but be uh, a doer of what you said. And then when it comes to financial uh, 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 wisdom and financial literacy, you know, Jesus talks so much on finances, but unfortunately in most of our traditional churches, they they think when you speak on money and they they they, they mess up the scripture talking about uh, 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 money is the root of all evil. So and that's not even what the scripture says. It's, it's the love of money mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is the root of all evil. And there I've known people so many marriages today have come under a divorce because of financial instability. And, and and one of the worst things that I see happening is when two people fall in love, which is good, they're ready to run down that aisle and they're going to spend thirty, forty thousand 40000 to impress some Negroes that's going to be jealous anyway. Absolutely. Take that thirty, forty thousand, buy you a couple of uh, uh, auction houses, and flip them. Hello. How about you that? Better, you better say that. That's a wise woman right there. Hey, I said to myself, is, I said, Lord, if I ever, you've been, no, you been ever, knowing me for a while. Me. You didn't prophesy <laughs> to me about some stuff. Listen, take that thirty, forty thousand, yes. flip it, and then you'll have more. Lord have mercy. We're going to talk right. about that That's ministry right. of money, yeah. too, because we got, oh, we got listen, some blinders I, I on it. Listen, and I'm telling you, man, and the same folks that's in church singing glory, glory, hallelujah, since I laid my burdens down. They owe Macy's, J.C. Penney. They owe the mall. Listen. They owe the car dealership. They done foreclosed on two houses. And the oh, Bible says, the wicked borrow and payeth not again. That's the Bible. That's the Bible. Right there. That's the Bible. And many people don't realize how you are with your time and how you are with your money speaks volumes of who you really are. I think I'm going to say that for the people on the back row. I don't think they picked that. I I, I 
I gotta call you by your government name, Jonathan. What is that case stamp? Kendale? Is that what it is? Yeah, hey, 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 glory, yes, Lord. Your government name. Say that again. How you spend your time and how you spend your money speaks volumes of who you are. I don't care if PhD is in front of your name. I don't care if seven degrees is behind your name. If you can't manage time and you can't manage money, you need some classes, some holy oil, and maybe another baptism. (laughs) You need something. Listen, listen. And the worst thing is to see somebody that's 40 and almost 50 years old still living in their mama's basement, still got tore off credit, and have the nerve to say, the devil is a liar. No, the devil ain't no liar. You are. Oh, <laughs> you Lord. lied when you got that stuff off that credit card and didn't pay it back. Oh. <laughs> you got to put the fault where it lays. And until oh, you started the origin of those problems, you want to keep having them. So that's one of the fields that I, I've been in. And the reason why I can talk about this because I've been all those things. I was horrible at times. My credit score was so low, I couldn't even buy a pack of Hubba Bubba. You remember Hubba Bubba? <laughs> um, Bubba Yum? <laughs> Man, they don't even remember that Jackie Jackie Davis. They don't know about that. That's that old school. <laughs> Lord I'm have mercy. You, I've been there, and it's, it's mm. just a joy to see God's people come into the knowledge of His Word and live that victorious life and master the thing that once mastered them and and, and move off of the hard times and move out of the hood. I mean, we all got to have our season there because yeah. being brought up and living in the hood teaches you to be humble when you get in the suburbs. Absolutely. And God is doing something phenomenal. And I'll say to anybody, you know, we do a great job here in Columbus, but I've got a lot of great men and women of God that we are coveted partners in the kingdom that are doing a wonderful job in teaching the people not what they want to hear. Because mm-hmm. there's some preachers, they, their only job is to excite you and get you to shout and dance and run up and down the aisles and high-five and let you slide. Come on. That's the only thing they're going to do. But at the end of the day, they've given you a, a bar of Snickers, a candy bar. They haven't given you Listen, no solid word nothing. to strengthen you. And, and, and sometimes that solid word is a word that may, you may not want to hear, but you need to hear. Need to hear. That's that's ministry beyond the walls of the church and beyond tradition. Jay, our time is up, my brother. I love it when you're on Real Talk. And I'm telling you, 2020, I need JKS after dark. I'm going to pray oh, in the Holy Ghost right now because, you are, for one, you are you are Omega Sci-Fi, and you got some wealthy Omega Sci-Fi brothers in the entertainment industry. So I'm going to pray yes. in the name of Jesus yes. right now that God connects y'all. Amen. God will connect you to Ricky Mountain and Steve Harvey and all the other brothers Come on here. now. Yes. Now, you're yes. you going to be the chaplain of whatever the Omegas do now, and they're going to see the oh, anointment yes. on your life, dude. Come on here. Come on now. You're going to say, listen, I I got this idea for JKS after dark. People need to see mm. I'm going to pray in the name of it. It is so. It is so. I know what I walk in. It, it is so. Listen. I know that's right. I receive Tell it. Our, I, you receive it. Receive it. It's going to manifest. Tell our audience. Leave our audience with what the Lord is telling you, prophet, apostle, everything that you are about moving ministry beyond the walls of the church and tradition in 2020 and beyond? Well, I'll say this, and I'll be brief. There's somebody, a great number of men and young women, that tuned in tonight because you needed to hear a confirming word that actually 
you're not going to hear and talk about it. You are one of the ones that's going to change the face of the new school church. And mm. though you may lose friends, you may lose coverings, you may even lose a license, but at the end of the day, you will never lose doing what God told you to do. Start up that prayer group. Start up that Bible class. Do what God told you to do because when you know it's a word from him, you ain't going to sleep and you can't rest well until you do what God said do. And I'm saying this, in 2020, God will use you in areas that you never thought that he used you in. All he's looking for is a yes. He's looking for somebody that will step outside of the traditional walls, step outside of the organization and realize he's soon to come. And being that he's soon to come, He's doing things differently to win sons and daughters to the kingdom, and he's using ordinary people that are on this line tonight. So I say to you, launch out with that vision. Go get the cards. Go get the go get the symbol of your ministry. Get get the name of the trademark it, and believe this is my season to do what God has called me to do. That call in 2020, the year of perfect vision. Sometimes you can see something, but if you don't see it clearly, it's hard to move. It's like driving slow in the fog. You're driving, mm-hmm. but you ain't moving as fast as you could have moved if you could have seen crystal clear. And that's what 2020 is. It's a year of great clarity. No more spiritual cataracts. No more oh. spiritual goggles on. No more big old bifocals. And Come on. The, the, the devil is alive with these contact lenses. You're going to see crystal clear. No cold, no cold, no white in your eye. Huh? Mm-mm. This is going to be the year, and I say just do it because your time is now. Listen. Jada said no more spiritual cataracts. Some of y'all got spiritual cataracts. Lord have mercy. <laughs> J-K-S. I love you, my brother. I'm excited for what away. the next 50. You about, you, about to, you about to set a new precedent for 50. <laughs> what? How about that? You about to Lord set it all the way off. I know, y'all. You don't have to say that. Yes, Lord. Yes. So we going to have you... Uh, have you back on the other side of 50 because I know God's going to just deposit so much more wisdom so how you can live a life be after 50 fly fierce and forward thinking what you going to tell me Amen. listen <laughs> listen you have a wonderful uh, birthday tell, tell the audience when your birthday is so on that day they can send up prayers for you Birthdays on December 6th. That's the first Friday in December. And I'm telling you, I'm looking for an amazing, amazing time. Some things are being arranged now. And I just believe, not just me, but we all, Tanya White, are coming into our finest hour. What didn't kill us made us stronger. And this is the time to let the devil know this your opportunity is too late. I'm on my way now. And let me stop it. Listen. All right, I love you, J.K. Happy, happy holidays, you, happy family. 50th, and we shall Absolutely. see each other face to face soon. I receive that. May the Lord be with you and all of your wonderful listeners and all the people of God that push and help your ministry. I pray that the Lord will keep on using you to bless yeah. the people in many ways. Amen. That's my prayer. Amen. All right, I will follow up with you later and thank you again. All right, you got it, my sister. Shalom. All right, bye bye. Listen, real talk with Tanya White, I told you that the Black Eagle from Columbus came, kicked it, kicked some knowledge. Now, we're at the bottom of the hour. We did a little flip, flip the script this time. We did our Boast About Your Book at the end of the show. Why? Because God wants it that way. And so we like to bring to the show, um, for the first time, I hope not the last, 
This is my brother, Anwa brother, David Hammond. He owns his own business, Hammond Painting uh, Company. If you're in the Louisville area or, as he says, wherever, if the price is right, he will travel. So he's going to tell us a little bit about his business and how God is using him in his business to minister and uh, do all those wonderful things. So hello, Mr. David. Hello, Sister Tanya. How you doing? All right. How are you? I'm great. I'm doing great. Winding down for the night. Absolutely. Listen, thank you for being on Real Talk with Tanya White. Um, For the first time, I hope not the last. No. I'm pretty sure we'll have another opportunity. Yeah, let's see. Y'all, see, David is very quiet, very laid back. So I told him before he came on, I'm a little over the top, okay? So are you ready for this, Tanya White, that you see, that you don't see on Sundays? It's all good. I, told I, you, I think I'm Oprah in my mind, okay? Hey. Hey, so you're, on, you're on a global national show. Absolutely. Listen, David, thank you again. Tell our audience who you are before I get into some of my questions about highlighting him in painting. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for having me on the show, uh, Sister Tanya. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, like she mentioned, I'm David Hammond. I'm the one of the owners of Hammond's Painting, LLC. We are based right here in the Louisville area, but we have also recently branched out into the Indiana area and uh, also looking to branch out in farther areas than that. If the, we price, do, uh, if the price is right, y'all better yeah, pay absolutely. the brother. <laughs> Pay them right, too, because y'all know how y'all be trying to stiff somebody. Listen, David, <laughs> how long have you been in business? Well, with this company, uh, we've been in business about two years now. Okay. Two yeah. years. Now, how did you – what led you to the your journey to entrepreneurship? Well, actually, uh, since way back when I was young, I've always had that like entrepreneur spirit in me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't really look at it, look at it as a gift or anything. I was just kind of doing it how it was coming to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, you know, I started out young, and uh, I was going to, like, one of the local Rite Aid stores, and I was, you know, stealing candy, backpacks full of candy there, and I would take go to school and sell it. So and, if, uh, you, if you, Miss White would have probably have <laughs> given you a referral for selling candy <laughs> right. in the classroom. Well, but I was hey, doing a seat release, so. <laughs> <laughs> only students knew about it, so I, I, I wasn't really letting any teachers know about it. So, wow! So you was you was selling candy, selling it, hundred percent profit across the board. Huh? Hundred <laughs> percent profit <laughs> across the board. So from there, yep. you always wanted to own your own business or be a, a business owner. Uh, well, I. Actually, I wasn't really, you know, uh, didn't really have dreams to own my own business. I just, oh. I just know it. As I think back, I just already had the entrepreneur spirit in me. But, uh, you know, growing up, you know, I kind of graduated from candy, and I was actually breaking in cars and stealing stuff out and selling it like that. And, okay. and I'm not, you know, and I'm not a courage and no one to start out that way, but this is just kind of the way how I started out, you know, kind of lost in my ways. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I got older, you know, I, <clears throat> plus after graduating from high school, I, you know, started you know, selling drugs full time, and I was, you know, doing pretty good at it. 
Listen, so literally, literally all your life, you've had the entrepreneurial spirit in you. Yep. Good or bad? But I just, yep, just going about doing it the wrong way. Okay. Listen, you guys, you would never look at David now because he's so laid back. I would have <laughs> never known this. That's why they say never judge a book by its yep. cover. David, so you was a bad boy. That's right. <laughs> you a bad boy. You Tupac. New man. Tupac. <laughs> I'm a new man today. So. You a new man. Absolutely. Yeah. So you took those skills. You said looking back, you took those mm-hmm. skills that you had, still in breaking in cars, uh, selling drugs, and are you still using some of those skills in your business today? For the good. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. For the good. It's all for the good now. I know. Uh, actually, like, you know, when I was you know, selling the drugs, I used to, I used to take it serious. I was mm-hmm. actually running it like a business, and I used to keep, actually, keep records of you know, <laughs> money that was going in, uh, coming in and going out. You know, money that people owed me, money that I was gonna use to re- reinvest back into it to buy more of my product. How much I was gonna save, how much uh, I was gonna spend to, on the uh, other products and stuff that I needed. You know, I was. Pretty much mm-hmm. running it like a business, and uh, you know, I had books and records of that kind of stuff. So I definitely, you know, use that those same skills towards my business now with bookkeeping and mm-hmm. and uh, how I'm gonna reinvest my money back into the company and buying product and stuff like that. Wow. So what makes hand and painting unique from any other painting company in Louisville? Both about well, both about your painting business. Okay. Well, our motto is we build our business on quality and integrity. And uh, we are a Christian-based company, which means uh, we are uh, people of integrity. We believe in treating people right, believe in giving people good work for the money. And uh, and uh, especially, you know, since us painting, we're going to be inside your home. So you can definitely trust us inside your home. And uh, we will take care of your home like it's ours. Like I said, we're a Christian-based company. So you're going to have Christian-based quality Amen. and experiences with you with me. Excellent. Excellent job done right. So what are some of the services that you offer? Uh, do you have any packages or anything? Or is custom to the job that you want? Yeah, well, we uh, you know, we're painting. We do uh, interior and exterior. We okay. do commercial painting, commercial painting and residential New commercial, new construction, and uh, we also uh, do uh, you know drywall repair. You know we can uh, put up walls for you if you have any holes in your wall. We can rep- repair that and paint it. Uh, we also uh, I know there's maybe some people who may have a uh, maybe a, a color on their wall that they're not mm-hmm. sure of that what color it is. We can also get that color and get a match for it where we can you know uh, repaint that wall the same color that you want it. So we are uh, we are in partnership. Can you, like, uh, repair bad paint jobs? Because I remember I thought I was a painter. <laughs> and, you know, I was trying to save money on my house. And right. I painted one of my rooms this god-awful red. <laughs> oh. And, first of all, painting looks easy. But it's Right, not. yeah. David, yeah. A lot of people I'm think you're just throwing it on the wall, listen, but it's a little listen. more than that. David, I'm going to take a picture and bring it. Because I got tired after the first wall. So, literally, 
I didn't know. First of all, I didn't know anything about primer. So the 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 original color was a blue. I didn't know nothing mm-hmm. about no. So it's really blue red. <laughs> yeah, that blue is bleeding back through. Oh my yeah. god, it's god awful. So do y'all fix yeah, bad paint jobs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can we can definitely come in and take a look at it and and add a little beauty to it. Oh Lord, oh Lord, yes. <laughs> So, so, yeah, we can, okay. we can definitely take care of you. So how long, I mean, does it depend on the job of the turnaround, I'm assuming, right? Right, yeah. It depends on the you know, the project size. You know, uh, sometimes it may be a bathroom someone wants done or maybe a bedroom, mm-hmm. or sometimes uh, someone may want their, their whole house painted, you know. And some people yeah. may want just the walls or some people may want, the you know, the baseboard the ceilings and the trim, you know, painting too. So it, it kind of depends on the project size and, and what all the customer wants done. So. All right. Listen, y'all, if y'all need a paint, painting done, go with Hammond Painting. They said, what's your motto again, David? We build our business on quality and integrity. Quality and integrity. Not many people follow that in biz, any type of business. So get right. with him. Listen, David, so we know. Yep. What about your prices? Are they economical? Yeah, they're very affordable. Huh? Okay. Oh, uh, no. Nah. They're, they're very affordable, and, you know, I believe in, you know, uh, just helping people get their money's worth. Yeah. And uh, and being able to, uh, you know, part ways with uh, both both parties being satisfied. That's right. Both parties being satisfied. Amen. So yep. y'all about to Amen. file y'all taxes. Some of y'all about to do that quick tax for the Christmas. Put some yep. money away so you can get your house painted. All right, David, I got some questions for you before yeah. I let you go, okay? Yes, yeah, all good. Stick to the questions I sent you. You like, this child <laughs> ain't even asked me not never one question she sent me. Uh, <laughs> no, it's all good. Just go with the, just go with the flow. <laughs> Go, I go with the flow because who do I think I am? I think I'm Oprah. No, I'm just wait. All right, so David, I it's do want to talk time. about this. Uh, our topic tonight is moving ministry beyond the walls of the church and tradition. You are a business owner, like you said, you're you're a painter. You go in people's houses. Do you yep. believe that your business is an extension of God using you to minister to people? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, that's pretty much. It seems like it's been hand to hand lately. Uh. I'm not in someone's house painting without uh, it's pretty much probably sharing some of my testimony with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, like in the customer's house, I don't just go in, you know, paint and then leave. You know, uh, it's to a point where we're you know building a friendship. You know, mm-hmm. I'm in these people's house, and you know, and it's coming to a point where you know they're feeding me, and and we're you know sitting down talking. I'm meeting their family, and. And then get to the point where I'm opening up and let them know know exactly who I am and and where I come from, and what I'm about. So I definitely so whenever I tell people about me or where I come from, it has to be God has to be mentioned in it because you know mm-hmm. God is the reason of all of this that ha- has happened in my life. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a platform where I'm able to you know share my testimony and extend outside of the church walls. And you going into people's houses, people you don't know. So I know you prayed up, and you're probably yep, interceding yep. while you're in there. So that's yep. ministry and stuff. Um, yep. Praying, and probably the Lord is having having you blessed and, you know, do whatever he uh, guides you to do. So that is a ministry. 
Like you said, yep. you're sitting down talking to people, meeting their family. They're feeding you. Yep. You're, feeding you, you will find their house um, and using the gifts that God has given you. All right, yep. David, last question. All right. You sure? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I talk all night, but because yeah, this is good. us and Grant, come on, I got to get on the phone so I can see. <laughs> this is us. <laughs> But I want to end with this. Uh, you said yep. you've always had uh, entrepreneur spirit and you've been entrepreneur. What what advice would you give to somebody? Say, you know what, I want to start a business. Uh, what advice would you give them so they won't get discouraged? Because it is hard. It is very hard yep. to build a business, uh, make it successful, and persevere. So what advice would you give them? First of all, Believe in yourself You have to believe in yourself And then second I would say I know my mother used to always Encourage me And she was always She's seen potential in me She's always say I know you want to uh, Build your business But it's okay to You know Work your job And build your business On the side So if it's anybody In that situation Who still has a job I yes. encourage you to To put as much effort Into your business As you're doing For your job because you're helping them build their business. So and they say uh, <clears throat> the 9 to 5 is to make a living, but what you do after them hours is how you build your legacy. Listen. So put as much effort into that business after you get off work. And one more thing I want to share, uh, sometimes a job can actually hold people back. I know mm-hmm. the job is you know, f- to make our bread and butter and to uh, make a living, but some people get content. Some people get stuck in a job, uh, and some people uh, just put their dreams and God-given talents to the side. So I just want to encourage y'all to don't do that, but work your business on the side. You didn't say something. Now i got to ask you another question. Sure. Do you think people hide behind, like you said, because it can't be scary when the Lord said, I want you to start this business, but I want you to work this job, um, but I want you to start this business. Um, right. Do people sometimes hide behind their nine to five uh, so they won't um, launch the business and take responsibility for the the building and all it takes? Do you think sometimes they hide behind that? Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I said, business can be kind of hard building a business, mm-hmm. and you know, nine to five can be a lot easier, you know, because they already got their systems and everything set in place. Yeah. You know, and you, and check all you got to do is go clock in. Yep. So it's more responsibilities when starting a business, but I mean, it can definitely pay off. You know, it's it's, it's worth it. Listen. Well, David, give our audience your contact information so they can book you for a job in the Louisville okay. or Indiana or anywhere. If or Florida right. or New York. And, what, come on and speak it, <laughs> Come on and speak it. Uh, California, you know. Listen. Right. Go ahead. Speak it. Oh, well, uh, like I said, this is David Hammond, and the company is Hammond's Painting, LLC. Mm-hmm. We're based here in the Louisville area, but we have been branching out, and we are willing to travel uh, pretty much wherever, if it makes sense. We do uh, interior painting, exterior. We do commercial painting, residential, new construction, and old we repair drywall. We put walls up. 
And we also are in partnership with a master electrician who's retired from the Navy. So if you contact me for painting and you happen to need any electrical work, we have a uh, certified uh, licensed master electrician on board with us. So, Wow. Listen, partnerships, partnerships with him, David. One, one more thing, sorry. And y'all can find us on Facebook. Our business page is Hammonds Painting, LLC. Mm-hmm. Or you can reach us at 502-437-4453. Listen, get the job done. David, <laughs> I'm going to have to pray <laughs> before I let you uh, come see my disastrous <laughs> red Dubai. <laughs> Lord, pray. please don't let them run out, Lord. Don't let <laughs> Listen, I will never do that again, but... <laughs> I tried. That's all I can say is I tried. Right. David, now was it yes. was it uh, bad being on my show? Oh no, it's all good. I can okay. stay on a little bit longer okay. if you need me to. Listen, <laughs> we can talk all night. I'm gonna have you back though, cause I need to hear more about the story. You one of the bad boys that probably would have been in my classroom, and Miss White would have been <laughs> praying, <laughs> praying. <laughs> You've been telling me, Miss White, look, I stole it. I'm like, you did, baby. Come on, let me tell you something. <laughs> So I definitely want, because you're supposed to be doing something in 2020. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna, I ain't gonna let my audience know. I'm not gonna bust you out like that. But okay, you keep Absolutely. on. And uh, yeah, I need to have you back on my show so you can tell the audience, and especially our young men, that yeah, your life can, that you can change. Yeah. And you don't, you don't Both have to stay Lord. stuck. Yes, Jesus, stay stuck yeah. in what you're doing. All right, thank you, David Hammond, for being on the Real Talk with Tanya White Show. Thank you, Sister Tanya. That's that's with an A. How's it spelled? T A. Right, that's with with an A, not an O. (laughs) Woo, that O B. Messing with my spirit when I see it. (laughs) I'm playing. But thank you so much. Thank you. Right. Uh, I'm going to follow up with you, and you have a great night, okay? Okay, you have a great night, too, and I appreciate the opportunity. All right. Thank you so much. Listen, Real Talk with Tanya White, moving ministry beyond the walls of the church. You heard the Black Eagle from Columbus, Ohio. If you missed any of that, you need to go back and listen to the replay. Then you have David Hammond of Hammond's Painting. Uh, If you need any painting services in the Louisville, uh, Jeffersonville, um, Jeffersonville, Lord have mercy, Indiana area, or anywhere in the United States, if the price is right, Contact David Hammond. Uh, I'm gonna put all his contact information in our um, show link. But I want to leave with you with this. Uh, first of all, tune in next Tuesday as we have April Starks on, and she's going to talk about our upcoming vision board experience. And hopefully, we have Dr. Layman Hicks on as he gives words of inspiration for 2020 for our young people. Uh, and then we're gonna take. Thanksgiving break and then come back in December with three phenomenal shows. You know it's my birthday month, so it's going to be hot, hot, hot. But I want to leave you with Tanya's takeaway. Move beyond the walls of the church. Don't think that you have to be inside of the church or to stay stuck in tradition to allow people to know about God and come to God. We're not in that day anymore of people coming in the church. We have to go out and get them. So ministry is your, on your job. Ministry is even in your family. Lord have mercy. We're going to have Thanksgiving. Some of us 
don't even like being around some of my family because they get on our nerves. I'm sorry, I spoke the truth. But that is ministry. You gotta humble yourself. You gotta get in get in God's presence and say, Lord, change my mind, change my heart towards this family member. That is ministry. So remember, ministry is not being in, in the walls of the church or, or having a mic. It is being in the presence and in the moment of God. God is love. God is grace. God is mercy. And when you display all of God's characteristics and show people the love of God and a true example of God, then and only then can you draw people to him. All right? So I love you guys. Tune in next Tuesday as we're going to talk about more, leaping into a more phenomenal you. I'm going to close out with this. Y'all know I love me some Eminem. And since our show, our theme for this season is uh, leaving into a more phenomenal you, I'm going to close out with I am phenomenal because I am and you are too. I love you guys. I am
shut up out. Can't even cut up power to it, but it's what allowed me to come up out from under the flip-up ground. Cause I want my butt up now with the subject that I don't know how to shut up about. Cause I suck it out like a bum pickle tongue that's how I responded when I got shoved around. You're gonna have time, believe it, so when you're beyond belief, you probably shouldn't wonder how. Get it, how you live? What are you prepared to give more than you get? And put in twice what you get back from this is the what you sacrifice barely is half, never give. Wrath is my shift, but I fight my shield at the same time I wield and my knife is will. Sometimes I feel just like be real from Cypress Hill. How I can just kill a cypher, survivor's guilt. I rhyme like life is still in a pill climb. Ready to face any challenge, waiting to taste it. It's salivation, I'm waging retaliation. Look what I have built. Reputation is validation. The only thing I'm capable of making is amazing. Only thing you're capable of making is a false statement of accusation. I'm legendary status, in fact, that is the only way you'll ever be able to say Your legend is making an allegation I write with the left, same hand I hold the mic with As I fight to the death, to my last breath Man, it's the proof who's the best man is prevailing All costs, be the only one left standing In the end, but I ain't gonna be the only one with the advantage Of knowing what it's like to be southpaw Cause you can bet your ass you'll be left-handed Cause I am... 